Hello, we're two games into the season now and we want to go back to pre-season when things were more optimistic. Rotdale have managed in seven days to take the newly created Rotdale scale. And break the newly created Rotdale scale. As it stands, Rotdale are Barrow on the Rotdale scale, Barrow are Stockport on the Rotdale scale, and Bradford and, my god I never thought I'd say this, Bradford are Carlisle on the Rotdale scale. How confusing. Rainman couldn't work this shit out. It's the lower league look. 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 Clap. Yo! I've been told I'm doing the intro for this for some reason, guys. I don't know why. Liam just messaged me the other day and went, Grant, you're talking us in. And I went, that's fine. You're walking us out. That's the deal that we've got going here. So Liam's going to be walking us out tonight in tremendous fashion. I just know that he is. I say, Liam, we could be talking to Paul Gascoigne here, Jimmy Five Bellies, or just anyone who is in Gaza's crew. We have Liam Chu straight here from the 1990s. Hey, I just realised Umbro, didn't Umbro make England stuff back in the 90s as well? That's what I'm saying. You are proper out of the 90s. And by the way, did you, notice, did you also notice there that I rhymed in crew and chew as well. Spit I didn't, some, but I appreciate it. out some bars and a wee rap at the start. There. I, I appreciate the full name drop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, it's done. We're here. Week two, mate. Mm. Week two. Can we go back two weeks? <laughs> you desperate to go back to pre-season already. Oh, pre-season was magic. <laughs> the, the, the optimism, the beauty... I want to go back to pumping York for one every week. Um, I, I, I love that message that you sent me. Oh, no, it wasn't even a message. He's pumped York. He's beat someone else. You phoned me straight on the phone. He went, <laughs> Grant, Grant, I'm, I'm loving this. Guess what? I've just watched the champions of League Two perform. I went, mate, you pumped yep. York. Hey, mate, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Right. It's, it's I could Liam, Liam, guess what? I've just watched Hartlepool pump Billingham, Synthonia. Seven or fucking whatever it is. Yeah, we we beat the, we played the sinners. That was our that was our great hammering um preseason teams that you've no, but that we actually done them a favor. Um they were in dire straits of money, so we done them a favor and set up that money. Big up Steve Hoban for getting that one sorted. Yeah, um, well, do you want do you wanna do you wanna go on to Steve Hoban before we go into it, Graham? Uh, we've got we've got to mention it. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we let it slip on the space last night. Yeah, but might as well tell what talk about what's happened. I suppose. Yeah, I mean it's been a bit dramatic at Hartlepool over the last couple of days. I think or the last couple of weeks. I um, I think a lot of frustrations have been boiling over. I think that's fair to say. Would you say so? Uh, yeah, unwarranted. I'd say I'd say unwarranted by to, to not unwarranted. I think there's a lot of people that deserve to be frustrated, taking it out on the wrong people. Hmm. I would say. I mean, a lot. I get a lot of the fans' um, frustration shouting playoff budget, playoff budget, because Price yeah. Singh's gone on paper. He's came out before the season even started and went, oh, guys, we're giving you a playoff budget to be able to compete at the top end of the table. He's came out today, again, well, I don't know if it's today that he's came out, but there's been an article put out in the Hartlepool Mail. I'm Raj Singh again saying that he's waiting for movements to happen in June to bring in players and mm-hmm. he still sees it as being sufficient to compete at the top end of the table. 
I think a lot of the fans' frustrations at Hartlepool are being that that we are signing players that they've maybe not heard of from the Scottish yeah. leagues, um, and players from Aldershot, Wealdstone. I think that's where the frustrations are coming in. Um, but we're still two games into the season. I'm, yeah. I still think there's time for these players to come together. I think you look at big Josh Umera from Wheelstone. He's he's had a, he's hit the ground running, I think. He's done really well. All that's just lacking is that goal for us. I think it'll come. I'm well mate, you've signed you've signed you've signed obviously all these players that you're talking about, people haven't noticed uh, and heard of before, but you are in no worse a position right now than us. And we've signed from championship league one. We've got like we've got guys that anyone in this anyone in this league would have loved to have taken their yeah. squad. You're in no worse position than us. So No. But I mean the, the signings are one thing. There's other things that fans don't seem to be happy with. Um they're taking out things on like the some issues with the home end, some is- with the seats, issues with the away end with the seats. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for permissions from the council to do things with that. We can't do anything with the seats of the stadium without consent of the council. The council own the stadium. Then right. you're looking at things like shirts. There's a massive, massive issue with shirt supplies. Across the world, though, like yeah. this isn't this isn't just Hallipool, is it? And these things are being taken out on Stephen Hoban. I'm also there's an issue at the club. Now I don't know the ins and outs of this. I'm not going to name them, with a section of the Hartlepool fans who have been given three-year banning orders by the club. Now, these fans are saying that it is down to swearing. I don't, now, I don't believe that for a second. I can see if I've been a football match, I've said, fuck shit and cunt. Yeah. I've shouted fuck shit Grant, and you're, Grant, you're, you're in Scotland. You've been to a sports day at a primary school and shouted fuck shit and cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a normal thing, a goal kick in Scotland, for fans to go, oh, paedophile. Like, it's just normal. Like, you're not going to get banned for It's also accurate in Scotland at most yeah. clubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's against Celtic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're not going to get this disclaimer I mean, there. You're not going to yeah, disclaimer coming up. I'm... We will put it in the banner, will we? Nah, fuck it. Nah. You can't see banners on Spotify. Um, yeah. You don't get banning orders for swearing at football. I'm, I'm I'm, big on saying there's no smoke without fire, and I think there's something else behind it. But unfortunately, the club seems to be at a stalemate where they're not talking to this fan group. The fan group are kicking up an absolute stinker I'm, and putting out things I think are quite unsavoury. And it has forced our CEO, Stephen Hoban, off Twitter. Some may say if you put yourself on Twitter in that sort of position, you're asking for people to tag you in things left, right, and center. Um, people would. It would happen. Um, I know he's a thick-skinned individual. He's a big guy. He wouldn't take his fucking face. Um, definitely wouldn't say it to his face. I wouldn't say it to his face. Um like, yeah, something's going on and it, it needs to be addressed, but we, we'll move on from that. Well, no, just, just before we do, the, the other thing on those that group, because I don't know if you read it, you have access to the the, the, the page, but I had a run-in with them the other day. The same, right. the same group, I had a run-in with them, because what happened was someone put a 
private message from a former player out. You sent it to me. Yes. Yeah. Now, it was basically saying, I'd love to stay at the club. Raj has got it wrong. He's going to ruin that club or something to those words. Now, I tweeted out and said, the context is important here. If it was it's Carver, isn't it, that left? Yeah. Yeah. I said, if it's Carver that said that, no one cares. If it's Omar Vogel, no one cares. If it's Luke Molyneux, everyone cares. Yeah. But then what I said was, but it's not Timmy. And now they've come back at me and said, yes, it is. You don't know what you're talking about. You're full of shit. It is Timmy Odessina. What I can say, and you you know this, you can back me on this. Yeah. That isn't Timmy Odessina. No matter what he said in that message, that ain't his situation. We yeah. know that for a fact. We knew Timmy Odessina was in talks with Bradford from as early as April. Yeah. So if Timmy Odessina was trying to stay at Hartlepool and he's saying that he left because Raj didn't give him what he wanted, that is bullshit. It, it is also, bullshit. But a player who gets a DM from a player leaving who gets a DM from a fan or a fan group, especially one as prominent as these within your fan base, they're not going to say, "Oh, I really just wanted to go and play for a club that I, that yeah. I think I can better myself." They're going to always, always side with the fans. And right now, the thing to do to side with the fans is to slag off your owner and to to, to go against the grain. Yeah. I got, I got a response as well. Is it was the conversation? Was the private conversation with a player on this account? No, I don't think so. So how this conversation has leaked and got into these individuals, this group, I don't know. But I also want to go on record and say this fan group has also been responsible for creating the best atmosphere at Pools over the last few years. They've made the club seem huge. The displays they put on, everything... I want you, them to you, be a You've got like a fortress as your ground has yeah. become a fortress at times, and it has been because of them. And your what they've done has kind of been like an envy, I think, of all other sets of fans. Yeah. But what they've got to remember, and we've all got to remember this, they are still just fans. They are fans. The club doesn't owe them anything. You know, if I get pissed off with my club, I I don't need to go and demand a sit down with the people in charge. I get that they're trying. Yeah. What they're what they're doing is they're saying they they that they're at a stalemate. I think they say now they're at a stalemate. They can't have these conversations. Yeah. They're going the wrong way about trying to fix that by posting posting pictures of the police that are there. Phil, they're saying, "Oh, look at the police. This is what they've. This is how they spend their time yeah. filming us for a whole game, and there's not even any trouble." That's every ground. The, the police film exactly. the family at every ground. That's not that's not discriminated against this group. They always film your rowdy lot. They do it at Bradford. They film the home fans in the corner. They film the mm-hmm. away fans. Happens it's all just the time. how it happens. But then to Photoshop Peppa Pig's dad onto the faces of the police that are stood there, you're not doing yourself no favours, boss. No, it's, it's really it's not. not. We're not looking for shit with anyone, but we will call it as it is. Forcing your CEO or CEO off of Twitter is a scumbag move. It's got to it be. Is. It's got to be fixed. I am. Um, it's got to be fixed between the club and them. I am, um, and I really hope there's a swift resolution to it because it could cause massive hostility at the club. Massive, massive hostility. I hope there's a swift resolution to it because Steve Hobin was our guest next week. Yeah, hope so. I mean, hopefully we can still get him on. It'd be good. Yeah, to, we're, be good we're trying. To with him. But that would have been an incredible 
episode because, as we know, not this weekend coming, the weekend after, Bradford play Hartlepool. It's going to be... It would have been great to have him on. It's what? It's going to be good fun. It would be. You know, it would be good fun regardless, but I think to have him on, especially with the starts that we both had, because we've had similar starts here. I mean, it's really a continuation of, it's a continuation of last season, isn't it? Yeah, neck and neck. <laughs> neck and neck. And it's it's frustrating because we really shouldn't be. I'm going to be honest with you, and that's not me shitting on Hartley Paul. You look at the business we've done this season in pre-season and in, in the transfer, we, we should not be neck and neck with you. We really shouldn't. But no, we are. I mean, it's going to swiftly. Happens. Do you know what? This is going to swiftly take us on to the first game of this the first game that we're looking at. Barrow. Hmm. Bradford. That's, I think it's a good segue. I quite like it. What happened? What happened? Um, so Liam, Liam speechless. <laughs> do you know what? It's, it's not that I'm speechless. Liam speechless. It's it's not that I'm speechless. It's that I'm trying to be diplomatic here. We were shit, and that's being diplomatic. The issue we face right now, and we've kind of fixed, hopefully fixed one of the issues, is we lost uh, Osadebi last week. So we lost a winger last week. We relied so heavily. I think when we spoke in preseason, I said to you, we relied so heavily on wing play. We were one to him from the wing to the centre mid, back out to the wing to the forward, back out to the wing, crossing in goal. Osadebi got taken out. Jamie Walker's now pulled up injured. He's, I think, seen a specialist today, so we'll know more in a couple of days. We've lost both. Going into that game Saturday, we didn't have our first-choice wingers. But what I will say is Pete Wilde deserves every bit of credit for what he's doing at Barrow. Two yeah. games, fine. But he's played the two favourites in the league, and he's beaten both. We equalised in the 95th minute. Took kickoff, and our players thought that it was done. They thought that we had earned a draw, which mm-hmm. I don't. What I don't like is we equalised. Our players ran off celebrating. We had fans running on the pitch, hugging, and it was like that. Last we just equalised in the ninety-fifth minute at Barrow. That last goal to concede was criminal. It's disgusting. You've watched Gordon, it now. I'm guessing Gordon yeah. was Gordon was completely unmarked at the front post. Yeah. And bang, flicked in. But can I just say this? What a season Whitfield is having so far. What a signing he has proven to be for Barrow. It's from Bradford, mate. That's even more infuriating. I mean, (laughs) I don't know why Stockport let him go. Stockport have got a lot of depth, haven't they? They've got too much depth. Right. I think we said said last season, I'm coming in. Any team would happily take Pete Wilde as a manager coming in. And well, so I think we, you, you pushed it from episode one, Pete Wilde oh. being a favourite for any job. I'd have taken him at Bradford. I would have took him at Pools. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we got Mark Hughes, don't get me wrong. I think purely for the, I'm still sat here now. I think if Pete Wilde had come in in February, it would have settled now. We'd be into it. I'm still sat here five, six months now after Mark Hughes came in at Bradford and I still can't believe that Mark Hughes is at Bradford. And I love that feeling. I'm quite... Yeah. I'm quite happy to have that. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But as I said earlier, we've we've signed a winger today. You guys were in for him, yes. Um, as, so we can go back to what you said actually before we move on. You spoke about what Raj said about waiting for players to come in and chains and things like that. 
Yes. We know we have a contact who we speak to daily. He's not been wrong yet, like at all with anything he's told no, us. He's been on the money. Spot on. Um, he has said there are, if any Pools fans listening, there are moves ready for Hartlepool, but they are so far down the chain that they're waiting for Premier League teams to make moves for then the knock-on, the knock-on, the knock-on, and it will come to you. It is coming. But he said at the moment, he said this week, he said this week is massive. Every club in League 2 he expects to make a signing. And some of them are going to be season-defining. I don't know what that means, but... I think it's an exciting week. I'm looking forward to now talking about... I'm buzzing. But yeah, that was just on the on the Raj thing. He, he isn't. He doesn't seem that he's lying. From what we can tell, doesn't seem that he's blowing smoke. I thought he was blowing smoke. Grant, you thought he was. He was being honest. I thought he was just blowing smoke just to appease your fans. But by the sounds of things, it's right. We signed Ollie. Uh, not Ollie. So uh, Scott Banks. I think Banks. his name is. Yeah, Scott Banks from Palace. A wild name from uh, Crystal Palace. You guys were in for him. We came in for him. He chose Bradford, and. He looks he looks a player. He does look a player. Yeah. But the thing is, everyone looks a player that we've signed. It's whether they can be a player at Bradford. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see tomorrow night. We're on, we're on TV tomorrow night, Grant. Don't know if I've told you. I, I will be watching. I hope so. Are you playing tomorrow night? No, we're playing Wednesday. Oh, well, we can watch your game Wednesday as well. Exactly. We're playing yeah, Wednesday. But yeah, no, we're on TV tomorrow night. We're playing Hull. It's going to be a difficult game. But from Mark Hughes' press conference today... He wants to go for. He said he wants to go as far as he can in this cup. He said this is a cup for giant killings. We've done it before as a club. We've got the squad. We know we've got the team to compete. We just need to get them to in place just, together. You, you just need to hit the net more. Yeah, more. more, more. But what I will say is, Andy Cook scored again. Scored. He, he's scored. in the. He's in the shape of his life, and he looks hungry. He's got to start for me tomorrow. Oh, I think you will. I think your fringe, but your fringe players will start tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think he's got to start Saturday as well, Andy Cook. I yeah. think he's got to give him a chance. He's come on twice, both games looked really hungry. So we'll we'll see next game. I don't want to talk about that Kim Barrow incident again. <laughs> oh no! Wait, one last one last thing for Barrow. Just to, just to piss off some Bradford fans. I don't know if you saw it, Grant. Bradford have a loyalty scheme this season for tickets. Yes. So every game you go to, you get X amount of points. And then when when tickets for games come on sale, they come in brackets. So like anyone above 910 points can buy tickets first and it trickles its way down. Barrow was quite a high number. A lot of people are annoyed that they couldn't get tickets to the game. It sold out pretty quickly. But what happened was two Bradford fans turned up with their dog and the stewards let them in. So, <laughs> so there were Bradford fans sat at home raging that they couldn't get into the game. And there was a dog in the ground who doesn't have a ticket and no loyalty points. And he got he got injury. I think that's incredible. I, I, I love I love places that let you take your dog into games. Great. It'd be, yeah, it. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Move on. Let's get there. That's Bradford done for this week. Done, right. Colchester. Hey, Carlisle. Finished one each. Mm. We called it potential dullest game of the weekend. Yeah, I think we did. How wrong we were, as most games were the dullest game of the weekend. Oh, it wasn't an exciting weekend it's for results. Not been, it? It's not been a, a classic week, has nah, it? Yeah. I mean, this one... See, from watching what I've seen of it, it was the most 50-50 game that I've seen. Yeah. Um, but 
Carlisle managing to grit through and pulling another point in. Yeah. Simo just seems to be doing things right with Carlisle. It's, do you know what? It's a hard game to judge either team on because we don't know where either team is. We don't know if Carlisle have just got a very good draw against a Colchester side that have recruited well and they're going to do well this season and vice versa. But last season, both of them were, were below average teams. So it's hard to judge. I'll tell you what, Colchester, a couple of Colchester fans. So I've had back to one up front again at home. And then just booting it, uh, hopefully, forward. It's not a game plan and not how we should be playing our home games. Another one saying the midfield just isn't busy enough in games. Lumping up to a small striker is bad enough, but even worse when there's no one to support him. Mm. So it seems to be the frustrations that they're playing the long ball game up to a small striker. Carlisle fans will take a point away. Uh, we'll take a first away point um, a game, to be fair. Had chances to make it three points onto Swindon next week now. Fair play. So, uh, do you know what you? Yeah, I think they're right there. Your first away game, you just don't want to leave with nothing, do you? You, yeah, take, you, take, you take a draw, unless you were Bradford going to Barrow. You you, you will take a draw. I I didn't want to take a draw. I, I and but Carlisle, I I agree. I think certain teams you come up against that you you see yourself sort of on a similar level with, or you were on a similar level with last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're right there, happy with the draw. And yeah, they do seem to be doing pretty well. It really pains the two of us to say that Carlisle seem to be doing all right under Simo. Second game of the season, mate. Give it till end. I guarantee you've done the same as me and your league prediction has just left them, left them until the end and just plonked them somewhere. Do you know what? I've forgotten. <laughs> and do you know the worst part is I've forgotten... And then I changed phones, so I've gone from iPhone to Android, so I oh, no longer no, no, have no. my have my league prediction. Well, I, just, mine, I, I done mine on it was Google Google spreadsheets. I don't have it either. Oh, I've got wow. this little link to my YouTube video. I hope I've got the video. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, Crawley <laughs> v Leighton Orient one 0 we have James Smith making a goal of the season competition. Not James Smith. Why am I saying James Smith? He's not James Smith. We'll go with it. No. I'm going to say it's Thomas James. Why am I saying James? Because do you know what I'm looking at? I see James, and then I see that Smith gets subbed off two minutes after. It's Thomas James. Fucking hell, Grant. Thomas James is making the goal of the season competition, a goal of the season competition featuring Thomas James. Yeah, two 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 goals that are going to be very hard to beat this season. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. This week's doesn't touch last week's. The fact that last week's was with his left. Yeah, but I just I just think everything about last week's was was perfect. This week's was great. Last week's was just beautiful. I don't I, I don't think anything will beat last week's. You see, if he doesn't score with a thunderbolt header from outside the box next week, I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah. Like, He's just it, letting himself great. down at that stage. Ah, oh, 100%. What I do want to talk about is Crawley. I think Crawley fans are frustrated. Very, very frustrated. 
they are playing a style of football that fans aren't used to for years. They are used to playing Yem's ball. And they've now got a manager who's came in from managing an under-23 Premier League team. And this is something that's completely alien to these players in League 2 and completely alien to Crawley fans. They're not used to seeing this. And it's taken a long time to bed this style of football in. They're the second most amount of passes made this weekend. Draw hazard a guess if you're not already seeing how many passes were made, not completed. It's got to be in the 500s again, aren't it? Yeah, 549. They were bettered only by one team. That had 550, I think it was, that was made. Um, I believe that's Salford. Um, but again, it's passing across the back the whole time, and it's frustrating. They shut off the fans. They want to see first touch forward football. What's yeah, I think I think the, the the stats are probably a little bit flattering then from the signs things because I they had sixty five percent of the possession, but if you're passing that ball along the back four, it, it's irrelevant. You could have ninety nine percent of the possession if you lose one nil, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean this is this is what one of the fans came out saying. He went, "Fuck's sake, it's League Two. Kick players up in there, shoot at the goal, Barcelona." Or Arsenal under 23s, it isn't. <laughs> what we will say, oh, I think what we do say and what we what we do need to sort of acknowledge here, and this is a success, or this is a success story. Four thousand fans almost at that game. Yeah. That's that's massive. That's a step in the right direction. Um, but if they don't start performing on the pitch, that is going to dwindle very, very quickly. I know a lot of people within the, the, the crypto community and the Wagmi community flew in for that game. So it maybe is a little bit inflated. They're going to really struggle to maintain that number. Um they need to they need to find a way of making this work and quick. Well do you know what I love speaking of the the, the crypto community coming in. I am um, it was when one of the one of the guys from Wagmi, I am Hunter Oral, when he came over. Yeah. I, <laughs> so he flew over and his his suitcase was lost. I was just oh, I need a new pair of pants. And he was going on saying about they had the beautiful scenery in Scotland. The train around Scotland's amazing. And then he went to Brunton Park, <laughs> which is essentially six cereal boxes laid on the side, stacked on top of each other at different heights, isn't it? Pretty much, and but- a way in that's not even on the pitch. I did see his pictures on Twitter. He he, he went. He went all out British fan, and he got the he got the badge in. He got the badge in with his um, Stone Island gear on. Yeah, well, he also I think I I tweeted him about it because he he put um he lost his luggage, didn't he? And that's what you just said. Yeah, he, he needed his pants. And but what he did was he posted a screenshot of his app, which tracks his bags. And I'm like, how can Poshy just go to wait? Do what we do. Go and wait at that carousel and be just anxious as fuck whether your case is going to go through. Like, I went to Prague about a month ago, and when I came back at Manchester Airport and I was stood at that thing, my suitcase, I knew I was the first to check in, but my suitcase wasn't one of the first bags off. I don't know why I expected it to be, because it would be at the back. But I started getting anxious then. Then I started looking around going, someone's taking my case, without realising I was also the first to the baggage carousel. You need to get yourself some air air tags, mate, and just... 
No, no, I, I think as to the journey, the, the, the anxiety of baggage carousels are what made holidays for me as a kid. That's true. Sitting on them as well. Yeah, and then getting done when it starts up. 100%. Yeah. Orient fans have just said, I love Tom James. Yeah, it's hard not to, isn't it? If you're not playing the oh. two weeks in a row, you, you can't, you can't not. You'd be interested to see what else he's every doing time, every time he gets the ball. You know shoot. that shoot, I love it, I love that yeah. sort of stuff. But yeah, I want to see him keep scoring, I just want to see more absolute rockets. Yeah, I wonder if he can hit a free kick. Mm, he's got to, he's got to do them all this season. If he's going to do that, he's going to do left foot, right foot, header, free kick, penalty. Overhead kick it and deck it in the net. Yeah, back heel. Just saying that though, Crawley did have a good shot right at the end. I um, it did go straight at Vigoru. Um, so there was opportunity there for Crawley to equalise, but hey ho, shit happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens next week for Crawley. Games have to happen. Wins have to come. Crew versus <laughs> Harrogate. <laughs> what? Right. Yeah. Like we said, Harrogate were going to struggle this season, but Crew were phenomenal. Like on the highlights, I think there were four, five, maybe six highlights of Crew attacks before they scored a goal. It was that sort of game. Yeah, I loved it. Right, Crew. This one has made Crew. Get their first back-to-back wins at the start of the season since what year? Since what season? Stop googling it. I'm, I'm not. No. 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 Uh, I'm gonna go. And there's a reason I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna, and it's it's probably not this far back, but I'm gonna go 2006, 2007. Why? Because they beat us in one of those games. I'm sure either the first, either the second game or maybe the third, we were one of the teams they beat at their grab. Uh, no, sorry. No bollocks, no. We beat them 3-0. Don't know where that's coming from. No balls. I don't know. I am going to go even further back and surprise you. This is Crew's first back-to-back wins at the start of the season since 94-95. Oh, dear. 94-95. Yeah, I think that must be Dario Grady days. I mean, every all the way through the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and noughties was all Dario Grady days. Like, yeah, he was always there, you know, you know, thereabouts, wasn't there? <laughs> like, wow, getting rid of Dario Grady. But do you know what I'm gonna say, crew fans? Don't get too fucking excited. See these two wins that you've had. You've beat Harrogate 3 0. Who did you beat last week? Fucking Rochdale. You so, beat Rochdale and Harrogate. Yeah. The two worst teams in the league. Well, Don't get you ahead of yourself. Well, you will come crashing back down to earth soon. I'll I'll leave the Rochdale piece until we get to them, but I've got an interesting thing that I've seen on on, on Rochdale. Um yeah. It, do you know what? They, regardless of who they were playing, they looked phenomenal. They they genuinely looked yeah. great to watch. And I wrote them off before the season. Whether or not the wheel's going to come off and they're going to sit down the bottom, I don't hey, know. Is it Aggie? Is it what? Is it Aggie? 
Aguiai. Yeah. That guy. He looks good. He looks really good for the like to make a break. Change time. Oh my god, you've changed. I just want to. I just want to. I want to shout out. I want to do. You know, I'll shout it out when we get to his team. Don't worry about it. You know, there's a banner in place here. Yeah, but we still got to get to his team, haven't we? That is true. Who do we have next? Who do we have next? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Thanks. What Doncaster v Sutton? Why do you want to talk about Doncaster v Sutton? Do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, Doncaster got the win. They didn't deserve it, and I think Sutton will feel absolutely robbed about it. But that's what it takes at this level. I think when you when you're struggling, and Don, don't get me wrong, Doncaster are struggling. I think as a side at the moment, they've not gelled. They've still got players out, but you've got to scrape together and get those wins. Sutton will feel robbed after this yeah. game, and I and I've had Donny fans say exactly the same. They'll they'll fe- they felt like Sutton deserved the win, and at, at, le- at the least deserved a draw. Oh, massively. Everywhere I was looking. So I've done a bit of fan reaction, as I do. And all over the Sutton page was full of Donny fans going, yeah, yeah I kind of feel sorry for you guys. You guys should have been out of sight at halftime in this game. You should have been five, six up. Yeah. I We nowhere near deserved that. But absolute credit to Mick Sheffrey yeah, yeah. for getting Doncaster to grind that out. I think he's deservedly got manager of the week in the team of the week. Yeah, I think and one of their players was in the team of the week as well, wasn't it? Um, I think so. I, I think so. Can't remember who. I'm. This is really bad. I should know that. It's Raw. Um, it was Raw. Raw was in the team of the week. He got the assist for the first. I'm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fair play to Donny. You don't, yeah. you don't stop playing until the whistle until that last whistle goes, and they got two goals in the last four minutes. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying about with our game. You, you don't stop until until that referee's whistle's gone. They didn't. They kept going. That shows exactly what you can do if you don't stop. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And Sutton, they are again. They're a tough team to play against. I said this last season. They're the same this season. They're a physical, physical side. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of team is something that Doncaster won't come up against as much last season. Yeah, I am. It's a it's a totally different test to what they had last weekend with Bradford. Bradford will play football. Sutton will try and kick you up and down the pitch. They're used to that in the National League. They've had they've done it the same last season. It done them really well last season. They nearly got into the playoffs with it, lost out kind of the last gasp. I am. They're hard. It's a hard, hard team to play. I mm-hmm. yeah. I hope they kick on again this season, literally and quite figuratively. As well, right? You had something to say in Gillingham Rochdale on Rochdale. Come on, yeah, yeah. So I I, uh, I watched a sort of a fan made video about Rochdale. Um, two games in, and it looks like their fans are already done with mm-hmm. with the with the management. They've said, "All this video said we are going nowhere with this man in charge," and. It's kind of hard to disagree with them at this point. It's, I mean, it's not looking great. You said, like you said, crew beat them. We don't think crew were, well, we didn't think crew were anything special. They looked good this week. 
Whether or not that's going to carry on, we'll find out. You know, if we get to the end of the season and crew are down there, then last week looks even worse than it was. Um, but take note away from Gillingham. Gillingham fans seem to be absolutely buzzing with this this week. They genuinely seem to be over the moon with what they call progress. They didn't expect to see this level of progress this early on. And I think that's a that's a good thing. I like Gillingham. I think, you know, with Matt from the, the, the Gillingham podcast being on here, great guy. You, you just you want to see clubs like that do well when they've got fans that not really dicks. We've not had any dicks from the Gillingham fan base come at us, whereas all other clubs, we've really had arguments and things with them. But I want to see Gillingham do well. Fair play to them. Let's not take away from them the fact that they've they've settled and they got themselves a win. Yeah, massively. I the problems. I, I think from what you've said, though, it's exactly what I've seen. Problems are are really starting to run deep at Rochdale. I um, the way that it's going. I think Robbie Stockdale will probably be the first manager out the door. The fans aren't happy with the three three five two formation that they're playing. Yeah. But Stockdale's recruitment all the way through summer has built to this three-five-two formation, and yeah. it's just not working for them. I, he's going to struggle to save to, to change it at this point, isn't it? Though? Yeah, I mean that's that is what his whole preseason's been for. All these signings are built into this, and it's just not good enough. Same old story: conceding a poor goal and then don't even look like scoring. Managed just one attempt on target the whole game. Is what I was getting. First half was possibly the worst performance we've ever seen watching Rochdale. No obvious plan and zero creativity. At the forum on Thursday, so there's a fans forum on Thursday as well here, Stockdale, di- Stockdale disagreed when someone asked if he thinks that we played defensive football. He can rhyme off all this rubbish about us being up there in the league for expected goals and touches in the opposition box. Only one shot on target for fuck's sake. Stockdale out. That, that's bad. Two, two games in, and it's it's wanting your manager out. That I think is a. There'll be there'll be teams that were expecting to struggle this season that will be breathing a sigh of relief that Rochdale are in that position already. If they don't act soon, Rochdale could be in serious trouble. But there are teams that were, that are going to be down there that knew they were going to be down there that will be like, right, Rochdale are taking one of those places. Let's just fight to stay up in the others. Mm-hmm. I think as it stands at the minute, unless they make those changes, Rochdale are going to be in serious trouble. I mean, it's difficult because this is Robbie Stockdale's what, it's still his first management job, isn't it? Yeah. I'm... You can ask Derek Adams about expected goals, XG and all that. It, it doesn't mean <laughs> shit. It doesn't. We were, we were the second highest in the... In fact, we were the highest in the league when he got sacked for the whole season. We had the highest expected goals in the league all season. I think we were 16th when he got sacked. Mm. It, it doesn't mean a thing. You don't win games with XG. See if you're, you see if you're playing defensive football, mm-hmm. you at least expect to have a positive goal difference um, on your managerial record, wouldn't you? I'm Robbie Stockdale's record for Rochdale is played 56, 115. Drawn 18, lost 23, scored 63, conceded 74, win percentage of 26.79%. Yeah, you don't. If you're playing defensive football, the least you expect is a clean sheet. 
You, you, yeah, uh, you're right on that. You, you expect a clean sheet. People will be pissed off with nil-nils, but you can justify the defensive side of things if you've kept a clean sheet and you're still picking up points here and there. That's how, like I said, Derek Adams, that's how he did it. We were drawing a lot of games. He did it by saying we weren't winning the games, but we weren't losing them either. Mm -hmm. you, you can't do that if, you, if you're losing. You, you just can't. I think we might need to adjust our Rochdale scale. The Rochdale scale at the moment is Rochdale aren't even Rochdale on the Rochdale scale. No, they're, they're off the Rochdale scale. Rochdale are Barrow on the Rochdale scale. <laughs> and Barrow are Stockport on the Rochdale scale. Ro Robbie Stockdale is... Oh, yeah. no, there are too many Dales. Oh, yeah, no. Um, Rochdale aren't even maintaining... Rochdale... <coughs> Choking... Rochdale one week on have broken the Rochdale scale. <laughs> Fuck's sake, we had a thing going, Rochdale. Fuck you, Robbie. Okay. No. <laughs> Should we move on to Grimsby Northampton, mate? Yeah, do because I, I think <laughs> that Grimsby Northampton, phenomenal result for, for Grimsby. Tough, by the way, yes. They're going to be a hard side to come up against this season, and I think we're going to see a lot of nil-nils, one-alls, at Grimsby, I don't think anyone's going to go there and put two, three in. I think it's going to be a tough place to go. I think if anyone beats them, it's going to be by a single goal. But yeah, I think Grimsby are setting up to just be a wall at home. Does anyone really want to go to Grimsby? Like, no. Like, Mate, I lived, I lived there, and didn't want to be in Grimsby. Like, no one wants to go to Grimsby to play football at all. I'm Northampton went there. I don't think they. Def I think their defence is off, mate. Well, that, that lad defense. said last night, didn't he, that the defence was the poorest part, which we said was a, a shock. It's just, it's just bizarre. They're making signs like bringing in Tyler McGlory and then playing him at right back when he's not a right back. I, mm. I don't know if there's injuries that are in here. I'm, and it's, it's really hampering with them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's just strange to see a Northampton struggling defensively um, when they've been known to be your solid, solid team at the back and be physical. I don't get yeah. it. It sounds like they kind of got bullied. Yeah. That sounds like the defence got bullied. And yeah, you don't expect that from Northampton. But then again, Grimsby have come up. They've had to battle through those playoffs in the National League. So maybe Grimsby are... A, a lot tougher than we give them credit for. I think as we've always said that we say, I think week in, week out, the top teams in the National League are better than the bottom teams yeah. in League Two. There's not there's not much between them no. at all. We're a top we're a top tier League Two side. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah. Aren't going to be any jokers this season. They're they're going to kick on, and I'm looking forward to seeing. A few more results. Do I think they'll turn someone over? No. But like you said, I don't think we're going to see Grimsby getting turned over. Watch them go and get pumped next week now. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I think you're right. I don't think we're going to see him get turned over too often. It may happen, but I don't think it's going to be too often. I mean, the subjects are turning overs. I was going to say Hartlepool didn't get turned over this week. No, everyone everyone expected it. When yeah, we, even, we I think even yourself, you expected it. Yeah, I, I I didn't expect to get 
a lot out of the game after first game of the season against Walsall. Um, but it looks like everything's paid off. Paul Hartley changed his formation up. Um, he went back into playing what he's used to playing with, or his preferred formation, and it, it, it's worked out for them. It wasn't an exciting game by any means. I think it would have went another 90 minutes and still been nil-nil. Um, but vast, vast improvements um, for Hartlepool. Um, Wimbledon also done all right as well. I thought I thought they'd done well. I think they could have been a bit more clinical in their attacking. Um, I can go that for both both mm. teams. Um, both I, do, I, I feel like you're still lacking a goal scorer. Yeah, I mean, I think Big Josh will, I think Big Josh Umera will come into it. Um, he scored plenty last season, and he looks he looks handy. Mm. Um, I, I think he'll pop up with the goals this season. Um, yeah, but yeah, having a proven goal scorer in this league would be good. But how many of those are available? Not many. You look at proven goal scorers. Dom Telford still not scored this season. And the cook. And just before, just before he says it, but both sets, both sets of fans happy with a point. I think in that game, Hartlepool yeah. tough place to go and play to play away. Hartlepool coming back off a four 0 fisting. I'm happy with a point. In the clean sheet. See, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you there. I don't think this weekend Hartlepool should have been a tough place to go. I feel like you confidence would have been on its ass. You've not got a goal scorer at the moment. Like you, you don't have anyone that you look to that you can sort of rely on to to, to fire you into the goals. I, I think Wimbledon will maybe feel a little bit disheartened that they didn't get more out of the game because I think I feel like they'll have gone there fully expecting to at least score a goal. Because I you would have been confidence would have been on its ass in Paul's dressing room. I think it would have been a completely different game if Wimbledon scored first. Yeah. If Wimbledon yeah. scored first, mm-hmm. I think confidence would have been absolutely shot. Yeah. Um, and it would have been a really tough game to come back in. I was limitations for you guys. It was a, an organised, professional performance. I'll tell you who caused Hartlepool a hell of a lot of trouble uh, for Wimbledon. And he is going to be a man to look out for um, this season. Let me just pull the lineup. Is it a Sal? Asal, what a player he is. Yeah. Oh I've, I've heard a couple of things about him from a friend who's a, a Wimbledon fan who said the same. He, he is going to be a handful for anyone who comes up against uh, Wimbledon. I'm Players having to bring him down, professional basically just pulling him down and, and taking yeah. booking, taking fouls. I am playing really clever. He's going to be a handhold for a lot of people this uh, this season. I am. What sure about that lad that's about seven foot nine? Oh, he just looks like a big beanpole. I um, came on late in, and it looked like it looked like someone had stretched him and just ran him across the screen. It was it was really weird. I am I've seen him before from the National League. I am yeah, really weird looking lad. I am, yeah. Welcome to League Two, you being Paul. Exactly. Who's next? Who is next, mate? Mansfield and Tranmere. Mansfield took this one nil. We spoke to a Mansfield fan. He said. At no stage did he feel like Tranmere were going to take this game. He did not feel like Tranmere were offering anything to be worried about. 
and that to me says nothing about Tranmere because this is what they do. One week they are shit. The next week they'll turn over the top of the league who are unbeaten. There's there's no. Do you know what? It should be the Tranmere scale, shouldn't it? Really, because it, <laughs> Tranmere ride it up and down. It's like a wave. They do, you, you, you never know which Tramia you're coming up against until the game kicks off. And sometimes you don't know until half-time. I, I just don't get it. But Mansfield are one of these teams who should be up there in the mixer come the end of the yeah. season. I They had an absolute shocker last week. I, mm. I think they've shown that that's a one-off and they, they had control of this game from start to finish. I'm... I think their lad did say though. Their lad did say that he uh, he feels they, they they lack a goal scorer as well. He said resources is he's, he's good, but he's never going to be their out and out main striker. And he they, he said that they, they they need to bring in a proven goal scorer at this level. And it, I kind of agree on that. They made signings last season that allowed resources to be a, a good goal scorer and allowed their other players to score some decent goals, but they were loans, and then those loanies have gone. And now he feels like players like Resource are going are gonna to struggle without that service. So they, they need that out-and-out goal scorer. be interesting to see what they do, especially this week with it being sort of the week as far as we know yeah, for transfer. I mean, I think Mansfield will definitely pull, pull a rab out of the hat this week. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, they're a team that I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. Um, they're a team to get a manager you want to play under. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what is done from a Mansfield side of things. Yeah, yeah, it, it will be. And, and as for Tranmere, we expect fully Tranmere are going to be up there for most of the season, tail off towards the back end and finish eighth. <laughs> just miss out in the playoffs again completely. Yeah, yeah, or just make the playoffs, but then crash out in the in the, in the, the, the semis of the playoffs. It would be the Tranmere way, I suppose. Just to bottle it. Just yeah. to completely bottle it. Yeah. Again. Again. Now, incidents, incidents, incidents this week. Newport versus Walsall. Mm. Now, I don't want to talk on the result too much. I want to talk on what happened. I'm off the pitch. Between, yeah. I'm not going to say the Newport fans. I'm going to say a section of Newport fans. Yeah. I am or a selective few Newport. I don't, want, I don't want to just section in a whole group or a whole stand. Given abuse to Flynn's wife. Yeah. I'm you don't do that. No. Like Flynn expects it. He expects to go back to Newport and get a bit of stick. It happens when a manager goes back to an old club, when a player goes back to an old club, you get stick, you get abuse, they deal with it with thick skin. I'm, but fuck me, you do not go and dish out abuse to someone's wife. Not a man who, if you cut him, he will bleed your club's colours. He is Doesn't Mr. Newport County. Doesn't matter who you are in yeah. any sort of situation, you don't do that. You said at the start, people who cause a CEO to, to delete their own social media. Yeah. People who have a go at someone's wife because they don't like or disagree with that person, you're a cunt. 
I'm gonna look straight down the fucking camera. <laughs> You're a cunt, massive cunt. I feel like you're telling me now, Grant. Oh. No, not you. You're you're perfectly fine. I am, but oh, fucking hell, don't do it again. And I hope Newport come down on them like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Give them banning orders, and they can never, ever set foot there again. Well, it, do you know the other part about all this is that after all that, after everything that happened. Michael Flynn in his interview still came out and said, I think the best team lost. He said, I've never wanted Newport to lose, so it was a surreal feeling. They were better than us. We were solid. We stuck to our guns. They threw everything at us. We were tremendous defensively, and we had that togetherness. Do you know what? Looking at it, stats-wise, yeah, Newport absolutely battered them. But after hearing what happened, you can't help feel a little bit happy that Michael Flynn walked away with a victory. Walsall Massively. still unbeaten. Massively. Top I'm top of the league without... Did you see the sending off? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, sorry. I think I did. This, for me, is the silliest sending off. So a second book, the silliest sending off of the week. Second booking. Ball went out for a throw. I... Yes, Allen then tripped the player up that was going to take the throw or grabbed him or something while he was on the deck and brought him down and he gave the referee no option but to give a second booking. We go back to, again, what we spoke about last week where, play, where refs are going to be giving out cards more for things like this. Yeah. Players clearly haven't read the crit. And there's going to be more bookings for things like this. More bookings for dissent. More second bookings going on in the background. I'm players need to watch themselves this season. It's going to happen. I thought I'd just bring this sort of this feature into this bit and and have a dig at Taylor Allen. I'm on it rather than talking about the other incident involving. Yeah, 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 there's not there's not another incident worth talking about. Well, there isn't, isn't there. Than, uh, We've got another game though before we, no, we no, get to no, anything that no, may no, have no, been no, not happening. Yeah. Buzzing to see Walsall get a win. I'm top of the table. Interesting to see again if that run kicks on. Can we can we, can we can we talk about the next game? Because I am buzzing unbeaten runs there's a reason i am buzzing you want to in if you're supporting a team in this league you want to see your team do well and it's very rare that you will find another team that you want to see do well but to see matt farley the, the stevenage fan mr stevenage as happy as he is it made it, it made me happy it makes me so happy. Like, we lost Saturday. I was like, oh, buzzing for him. Like he just Stevenage deserved this. We we called it. We said, well, we said last week, Steve Evans is going to shit house Stockport. He's going to Steve Evans them. And we've not had a Stockport fan yet. We've got our WhatsApp group. It's a lot of Stockport fans. They all said the same thing. Stevenage deserved that. Yeah beautiful it was it was fantastic to see and i'm like you i'm just so happy to see matt so happy it makes yeah. me happy as well yeah. i'm obviously helped by a, another second booking i'm yeah. which, off which i didn't really understand 
I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I, I, I kind of missed it. I had to rewind it when I saw him get sent off because I was like, is he being sent off for saying something? Because it looked like he said something to the ref. Was he sent off for saying something? Was he sent off for the foul? I can't even remember, to be honest with you. can't remember. It, it was the foul for the penalty. Um, but the penalty ain't really the talking point. It's Stevenage's second goal. I'm trying to remember it now. The one where it, they, they pass it down the byline and it comes off. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never... Things if that, that, if that, was, meant, that was perfect... It was another goal which I was going to say is absolutely criminal to concede defensively. But if they meant it, that is incredible. Phenomenal. (laughs) So so basically for anyone listening who's not seen it, the player broke down the the left-hand side, into the box, got to the byline, looked like he was going to cut it back. But instead of cutting it back, he just played it straight along the touchline and it just bounced off the post out to to the forward who was just stood there waiting and he just tapped it in. He used the post to, to to leverage it to it. And do you know what? I think it was the was it the ninety fifth minute they won it in. It was. It was the ninety fifth minute. Fair play. If he meant that, fair play for trying that in the ninety fifth minute. It's gonna click for Stockport though at some point in this season, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. And when it does, I don't think. I feel like the team that's on the receiving end of when it clicks is going to get absolutely annihilated. Wonder who it's going to be. Wonder when, when, when do you play him? I don't know. I'm just avoiding that for a little while. I hope <laughs> it's not us. <laughs> we're at, we're at theirs last game of the season. I don't know when it's ours. I need need to see. Last game, I am um, drab Swindon v Salford. No, happened of any note, guys. No. Nah. Wait, 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 wait. What I will say, I'll switch me hats. So. Oh, in fact, do you know what? I got it. I got it wrong. I got my stat earlier wrong. What was it you saying? It wasn't Salford who had the highest passes. It was, in fact, Crawley who had the most amount of passes by one. It was the other way around. Salford made five hundred and forty-eight passes that game. Well, I have these hats, as you can see, beautiful hats, bucket hats, sent to us by. Uh, it's called Seaside Reds. On uh, on Twitter, he does these. He does these for I think for any club really that you want to to get them for. So if anyone's looking for them, like they, the quality on them is incredible. He sent me two Swindon ones, one with the the old Swindon badge. Grant, I am going to get some of them posted up to you, but I ain't a chance yet. And then two England ones. I'm going to send the two England ones to Grant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I'm I'm genuinely buzzing with those. So, you know, I, I was posting pictures of me wearing these on 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 Saturday. Um, yeah, saying like proper wallop and stuff like that, which I don't know where that comes from or why I would do that. Um, but so yeah, right. this is the difference between me and you and where we come from. So you've been saying proper wallop, you've been I mean, saying wallop, I've been proper wallop, wallop, it's wallop where I'm from, proper wallop, wallop, wallop. No, anyway. it's, uh, no, no, of any note happened in the game. Um, there's been no talking points. I don't think we even put a tweet out about it. Sol- Salford's got a, a, a hard-fought point away at Swindon, a team that last season were up there. I think Salford will be the happier of the two. I don't even know if any of them will be happy after that result. I wouldn't be. Well, not happened, so we don't Should know. We move on? Should we move on to next week? 
Just move let's on the next one quickly before, before it happens. Yeah, yeah, let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on. Hats off. Hats off. Fixtures looking into next week. We have Wimbledon v Donny. Two relegated teams going head to head once again. Relegated teams have been going head to head quite quickly so far. Yeah. What are we see in the outlook, Wimbledon. Uh, I, I, I reckon. I think Donny are going to take it. I do. I do think Donny are going to take it. I don't want them to, I'm going to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that Donny are going to take it. And then you guys use our hosting Newport. Um, I reckon we take it. I, 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 I think for us, we're going to be kind of like Stockport. It's going to click for us. It is going to click for us. It's got to. It's got to. Um, so, let's, yeah, I, I'm going to hopefully see us take it this uh this weekend let's see what you've happens the, you've got the big man coming big omar bogle coming through omar, mate we kept omar right? bogle quiet in in march we'll keep him quiet in <laughs> i'm just waiting to see him i'm waiting to see him score oh without a doubt but I, you know what, I, 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 I will laugh i do you know i won't care if he scores if he scores one and we score three you won't find a complaint from me um We'll see what happens. He's, he's in that part of his of his time at his club where he scores goals. So it's not going to be out of character for him to score. I don't think we, we, he, he starts his... When he signs for a club, he starts well. It, it's September before he's going to tail off. So I'll mm -hmm. take it out. If he scores, he scores. If we win, buzzing. We need to win. Oh, 100% you guys have got to pull the result out. Yeah. Um, otherwise... Valley Parade can be a very, very difficult place to play at home. You've shown I, that last season. Yeah, I, I feel like, I'm not going to lie though, I feel like this season our fans are going to give more time than they gave last season. If your home form is the same as it was last season, I don't think they will. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see you after 10 games, where we're all set. Yeah, after 10 games it'll be interesting, but I think I think we'll. it's going to take a bit longer before it turns this season than it did last season. I've seen give 10 games. Do we think anyone's given Robbie Stockdale 10 games? No. Nope. Definitely not. I, th I feel like they would give him 10 games if it wasn't for the fans. I feel like the fans are going to force this move sooner. True. Carlisle Swindon. Um, I, I, if it was at Swindon, I would say I, I would fancy Swindon to take it. I don't. I don't know. Do you know what? It all depends on which. It all depends on which players show up for Swindon, mm -hmm. because as of yet, players that are, the main players aren't showing up. It, it, that's what it's down to. If they start showing up, then it'll be an easy game for them. If not, it's going to be a long ninety minutes on Saturday. It's a long trip up to Carlisle. Yeah, and Carlisle will happily trip. play boring, dull football just because they can. If mm -hmm. they can control the game, they'll control the game and shit house it. It'll be a, if Swindon's players don't turn up. I think they will. I think they'll have had a bollocking after the weekend. Again, it's one of these teams we've said it for two already. Something's got to click for Swindon. You'd hope, but it, it has to, or else I think they're in for a long season if it yeah. doesn't click soon. I'm, um, but again. Big transfer window this week, a big week in the transfer window, and I'm expecting to see movement at Swindon. Fully expecting to see movement at Swindon. 
I expect to see outs. Yeah. If there's an out, there's an in. We, we know that for a fact. 100%. <laughs> now, two teams that I think, well, one team that's been underperforming, one team that's won 3 0, then lost 3 0. Harrogate and Crawley. I'm really struggling to see what way I think this is going to go. I'm not going to lie to you. Crawley have to win. I think Crawley have to win. If Crawley do not win on Saturday, they are in, for me, I'm not going to say trouble as in relegation, but from what they wanted to achieve this season, Saturday will put them further away than they ever wanted to be if they don't win this Saturday. They've got to be Harrogate. Harrogate, yes, won 3 0, but we know Harrogate have got one of the weakest sides in the league. They are not a team that's going to be anywhere above the bottom four, bottom five. They're going to be there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Crawley are aspiring to be top three, top four, top five. They have to win. They cannot draw this game. They have to score. Yeah. They're one of the teams that still hasn't scored yet, aren't they? Yeah. So who's not scored? Crawley haven't scored. Swindon haven't scored. Hartlepool haven't scored. Three teams that haven't scored so far. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any others. Correct me if I am wrong. Uh, I'll tell you now. Just have a look. No, I, th- I think you're, I think you're right on that. Right, only three teams. Oh, there we go. That is just off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. They they need to convert these passes and they need to start moving forward with the ball. I'm I'm sure Kevin Betsy's telling them that every single week. I'm something's got to change. Dom Telford's got to get his shooting boots back on. I'm. It'll be interesting to see. It's a game to watch this weekend. I think it is. Yeah, it's not the most for me. It's not the most glamorous game of the weekend, but it's one to watch to see. It's the most intriguing game of the weekend, isn't it? No, do you know what? I think the next one up, Orient Mansfield. That oh no! See, see, for me, I think Orient take this with with ease. Think so? Yeah. Based on what that Mansfield fan told us last night, I feel like Orient have got more than enough to just steamroll Mansfield. I'm not saying they will, but based on what we've been told, I think they've got a 2-3-0 in them on this. Interesting. I mean, you're going from a 2-3-0 to potentially another 0-0 game coming up. You guys will be happy with a 0-0 game. Go to Northampton. Do you know what? I don't think they'll. I think Hartlepool are again in this. They need, we need to score. You, you'll be happy with a draw, sorry. You'll be happy with a point. I think anyone going to Northampton's happy with a point. Yeah, yeah. But I can, I can agree if they're miss, they missing that physicality at the back, Hartlepool are definitely looking a lot more of a physical team this season than they have before. I, you are a physical team up front because you guys are you guys yeah. are a physical team at the back. Have you yeah. got that physicality up front? Is is yes. Jay Hasty coming in and being physical on the wings, winning big big job? Is a big physical boy. That's yeah. Oh, well, it'd be interesting. But I think you guys will be happy with the draw. You're right. Oh. You have to score. You have to score. Yeah. Rochdale, Grimsby. Thoughts? Grimsby. I'd say Grimsby every day. Of the week. I'd say I'd say three nil on this. Yeah, I think Grimsby every high every scoring. Day. We just said earlier on. We don't see Grimsby turning anyone over. Now you're kicking out with a three nil. No, no. At home, 
at home, I feel like at home it'll it'll be a, a very, very close thing for them this season. But I think you're going away to Rochdale with the form that Rochdale are in and the way that it's already turned at Rochdale. Every team has got to be looking to go and put two or three past Rochdale. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Salford hosting the other team of the moment, Crew. I think this is the first real test for Crew. Yeah, I I think you're right on that. I think you are right. It is a it is a test for them. It's. I don't, I, see, I don't see Crew winning this. I I see a I don't see anyone winning it. I, I think Salford will take this. You think Salford will take it? I think Salford will take this. I think. Interesting. I said it at the start. I'll say it again. I think Crew have had a really easy start of things. I, be a culture I shock for them, won't it? I think this will be a culture shock moment for them. I they've not had it yet in this league. I it's going to come, and I think it's going to come this weekend for them. Fair enough. Strap yourselves in, crew fans. Yeah. Next game. This could be it. This could be the clicking moment. It, yeah. it could be. It kind of has to be as well. They're in a similar situation to us. I feel like Stockport County, Colchester, Stockport, I feel, have to win. Um, they, they just they, they have to get a win in this game and it has to be convincing. Same with us. We ha- we can't just win against Newport. We have to be a convincing win to, to, to instill any belief in what we wanted to achieve this season still being there, I suppose. I think Stockport have to not only win, but I feel like they have to play them off the park. Probably the right time to come up against Colchester as well. I'm just trying, I'm just looking back on this here. Now I'm I'm going back as far as flash scores we'll see here. I Stockport haven't beaten Colchester since before 2002. Yeah, but I think I mean there was an 11 year gap of when Stockport Yeah, exactly. They've not played for at least 11 but years. But when you look at when you look at things, you go back from 2010 all the way back to 2002, there's not a single Stockport win. This is, this Stockport's a different animal. I I still yeah. fully expect them to take the points this weekend. Um Would you say that this is the best Stockport team that there's been since 2002? Undecided. On paper, is it oh, the on best paper. on yeah. paper? Yeah, and that's that's why for me, I think it's going to click. It might not click and stay. It might be a bit of stop start, stop start. But I, I, they've got to. They've, if they don't win this weekend, their fans are going to be scratching I mean, their heads at what they've got themselves into here. You're not going to the challenger out brigade's not going to start going, are they? I no. um, he's not going anywhere this season unless something disastrous happens. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be scratching their heads and going, "What do we need to do to to crack on in in this league? Why are we finding it so difficult?" Yeah. Um, but again, at home, the place is going to be absolutely rocking. Are we going to see the Dave Challenger fist pump come back this weekend to beat Colchester? We we'll need to see. I think we are. I can't okay. call the next one. Again, teams coming back down with a bump. Barrow v Sutton, or Sutton v Barrow, isn't it? Yeah. I, um, I don't think Barrow have come against a right physical team yet. They've came against two teams that want to play football. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can get on board with that. How are they going to fare against a lot more physical side? Well, this is the test, isn't it? They've beaten teams that can play football. This is the other side of the coin. If mm. they can beat, if they can beat Sutton this weekend, a, a team that play physical, then for me, there's no one really that Barrow should be looking at and going, "That's going to be hard." That I, I don't think we'll win that. If they can beat Sutton this weekend. There's not going to be many teams in this league that they look at and think we can't beat them. A hundred percent agree. And that terrifies me. I am. They could be the team that everyone has written off at the start of the season. Yeah. And are proving everyone wrong, and they're just going to laugh at everyone along the way. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Tranmere v Gillingham. Does this game excite you? No. Shall we move? Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to say Gillingham take it. I feel like Tranmere are going to have a bit of a rough time for maybe August into September, and then it's going to do what... I mean, I think when we played them last season in sort of October time, I believe that they were 16th, we were 14th at the time. We lost 2-1 to them, and then they went on that blinding run. I feel like they're going to probably mirror that this season. I feel like they're going to have a rough start to the season. Gillingham will be high after getting that first win. I feel like Gillingham take this, Tranmere, do Tranmere things. On the Tranmere wave scale... Tranmere wave scale... Tranmere are doing the worm up and down the scale all season. <laughs> Why are you just saying this because you're looking like Scotty too hot? He just not... Oh, yeah. <laughs> See with that goatee that you've got going. Shall I do it? Shall I, shall I, shall I get it all out here and cut the top of the hat off? And... Yes. Oh, by the way, anyone who's not watching this, just go straight to this time on the YouTube video and just look at Liam. He, he does actually look a bit... Or just Google Scotty Too Hot here. Yeah. It's practically a mirror image. <laughs> I've never noticed that before. <laughs> I wish you'd told me that before we started recording. Uh, yeah, but then we've got Scotty Too Hot and then we've got Grantmaster Sexy. I was going to say, is it Ricky G. Fatou? <laughs> yeah, no, but no, it's Grantmaster Sexy. Grantmaster Sexy. Grantmaster <laughs> Have we, have we found an episode name again? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Grandmaster anyway, last game, I'm going to call it Game of the Weekend. The O yeah. has got to go Walsall v Stevenage. It balls to the wall time in it for both teams here. It's great. I'm, I'm buzzing that this game's come just now yeah. and it's they're both set up the way that they are. Some, someone's got to give, and it someone's got to give this weekend. It's, it, there's a there's a winning streak ending for at least one of them. I mean, I know it's not a it's not a long winning streak, but these are two but teams it's right key at the start of the season. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I feel? I feel like a loss for Stevenage this weekend will be more damaging to them than a loss for Walsall will. I'm gonna, yeah, I think so. It'll be more damaging. I think a Walsall win this weekend will give them so much momentum. Yeah, going through the first few months, and they'll be riding high in confidence. They're yeah. going to become a hard, hard team to beat if they go on and win this again. I'm. I didn't think they'd be doing as well as they were at the start of the season. No. I am, but what have they got after this? So 
They've got Stevenage, then they've got Barrow. So again, <laughs> another game. game that could go anywhere. Yeah, but then they're looking Gillingham, Grimsby, then yourselves at Bradford. So they do have a tough game coming up. Can I just can I just make a point on that? I didn't know this. So someone tweeted out a video earlier, and it wasn't anything to do with League Two. It was to do with um, I can't remember what it was, but it was a Sky Sports video printer, and on the right hand side was the League Two scores. And it was quite clearly like a fake video, but the video printer was real. And it said Bradford won Walsall nil. And I commented and went, nah, this has got to be fake. When did Bradford go 1-0 up against Walsall? But then someone replied and said, Bradford are unbeaten in six against Walsall. Wow. That's a, that's a stat, that. And I think Walsall will be looking to end that this <laughs> in a few weeks. Yeah, It's going to be hard. Will. Definitely will. But yeah, yeah, I think that's for me, that's the game of the weekend. It's the one to watch. I'm sort of anyone's able to get to a game, it's close. Go with that one. I think it'll be a cracker. Mm. So before we get to those games, though, we've missed something, Grant. What have we missed? It's Cup Week. It is Cup Week. It's Cup Week. So yeah, I'm going to read out some games. I kind of forget about that because we're the, the lower league. Look. Yeah, we are, but we still want to see our teams. Like this is where we get to a point where we obviously we want to see teams around us lose because we support teams in this league. But when it gets to the cup, I want to see League Two teams win. Hundred percent. Yeah. So 100%. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire some games at you. Right. Starts tomorrow. We've got some tomorrow, some Wednesday. First game, Carlisle travel to Shrewsbury. Oh, was it Shrewsbury who had that weird double booking? Oh, the one where we went, that's for a foul, that's for descent, that's a red, see you oh, later. Yeah. Oh, that was bizarre. It was funny though, wasn't it? That was, it was a lot. Again, what did I say earlier? Yeah. It's what refs have been told to do. Great. Not the best red card of the weekend though. Um, no, not the best red card of the weekend. We're still a red. Anyway. Yeah, next. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to ask for, for it's going to be it's going to be hard yeah. to predict, but I'm not going to ask for results on it. Um, Akron and Stanley Tranmere. Again, Accrington Barrow going to Blackpool. That'll be great. It will, they what sold a, out as well. Oh, what a weekend away that'll be! I'd no, that's tonight. It. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. What a night out that'll be! Yeah, they've, they've completely sold out their allocation of Barrow fans. So, fair play to them. Uh, Salford travel to Bolton. Weirdly, there's a lot of very close games. Yeah, Accrington Tramway is not too far. Blackpool Barrow. Mm -hmm. I'd say Blackpool, aside from Morecambe, are probably one of the closer teams for Barrow. Salford, Bolton, very close. Mm -hmm. Bradford, Hull. We're on Sky Same. tomorrow night. This, this will hopefully be out before then. It should be. It should be out tomorrow afternoon. So we won't know any of the results of these games by then anyway. Um, Doncaster host Lincoln, another, no, another very close yeah. game. Um, Grimsby host Crew, not really a close game in the slightest. Clash um, of the League 2s, though. Well, there's another Clash of the League 2s. Harrogate Town versus Stockport County. Stockport are going to be being for blood. I don't see Challoner changing his team that much for this game. No. no I in, in the Cup, I, I, feel like, I feel like going to, Har uh, to Harrogate, you don't need to really. That's no disrespect on Harrogate, but they, I they should have enough. I think out a full team and wants yeah. to turn Harrogate over they need to they need to bring the confidence in well, I, they've not been in this cup for 11 years either 
Yeah, in your, so they're going to want to perform. Yeah, this is this is their chance to play the big boys. Yeah, this and the FA Cup are the chance to finally, after eleven years, get themselves back up in those cup. You know, I know over the eleven years they had some 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 cup runs and things, but it gets them back up there. Um, Mans, mate, another one. Mansfield host Derby County. Nice. That's a fucking cracking game. Um, Morkham host Stoke. Rochdale host Burton Albion. Mm. Uh, another League Two clash, mate. AFC Wimbledon host Gillingham. Fight the relegated teams. And that's it. We had an AFC Wimbledon. I've got Doncaster this weekend. I'm playing two Fight of the, the relegated teams. teams. Yeah. Um, we've then got Crawley Town hosting Bristol Rovers. I know Bristol fans. We know we know a couple of Bristol fans. They're quite excited to get to that game. Be interesting. Forest Green Rovers versus Leighton Orient. A lot of oh. people's favourites for League Two this season. Leighton Orient playing last season's winners. That'll be good. It will be good. Colchester, be... mate, another one. This is why I don't understand this draw. Colchester going to Ipswich. Luton Town hosting Newport County. MK Dons hosting Sutton United. Northampton hosting Wickham. Um, we've then got, mate, Walsall versus Swindon. Can't call it. No, but these are, look how close these yeah, teams are together. Very close. Um, and then we've got Reading hosting Stevenage. Then on the Wednesday, we've got yourselves. You're travelling to Blackburn. I might actually, Grant, not going to lie to you, I might try and get over for that game. It's not Good. too far from my house. I might I might try and get over there. I'm trying to think if I've got anything on. Um, and I think that might be, yeah, that's everything as far Mate, as our... If you go, I want you to wear exactly what you're wearing just now. Mate, I'll wear this tomorrow at Bradford. <laughs> um, before we finish, we're going to end on some at Not League 2, I think, Grant. Coventry City. Do you know what I'm going to say? The pitch. I think it's a disgrace. Do you know where Coventry City are playing on Wednesday in the Cup? No. Bear in mind, they're the home team. They are hosting the game... This this Wednesday, they are hosting Bristol City at Burton Albion. That's shocking, isn't it? I do not understand how a club... I get that they had things on at the stadium, but the league hasn't exactly come out of nowhere. They've known that this was needed. They've known that a pitch was needed. If a team like Barrow, who play in League Two and have the minimal budgets that they do can get a playable surface together in time for the start of the season and a championship side cannot, it's fucking disgraceful. And I hope... Yeah, I mean... And do, do you know what? It sounds shit because they've been through a rough time this last few years, but they're back on where they should be. But I hope that the, the EFL really punish them for that because I think it's ridiculous to be in that position at this stage. It's shocking. I mean, they're gonna they pull out all the excuses, saying, "Oh, it's been used for the rugby sevens, this, that, the other." You knew exactly when your season yeah. was kicking off. Well, you, mate, you we, Halifax, Halifax Town are in the National League, and they share a ground with the Halifax Blue Sox or the Halifax Panthers, as they're called now. Yeah, 
they can still put a pitch on. We had Bradford Bulls playing at Valley Parade for two seasons and we still had a pitch that was playable. Granted, it was a bit shitter than it's in now, but it was still a playable pitch. We never, ever had the EFL come along and go, your pitch is dangerous. Because mm-hmm. we're beyond it being cut up at this point. We're at, we're at a point where the EFL are saying it is dangerous. We cannot let players play on that field. That's bad. I hope they give her all the bucket in, but yeah, that'll be the last point I say on that. Don't yeah, no, it, it, it's shocking. I am, and another thing that, that is also shocking. I don't want to go into it too much, but I think we can't not touch on this here at the lower league. Look, we love absolutely everyone of any background, any race, any color, yes. any yes. gender, yes. any creed, any sexuality. Yes. We love you all. Yes. I'm saying this in the back of what's been going on at Barnsley with yep. their new shirt sponsor. So just just before we go into it, the guys, they, they this group, the Hex group, are kind of like wag me. So these guys that have put these tweets out don't work for the Hex group. They have just bought in through crypto. Yeah. So... But it's but what we need to see is Hex Group come out and say we condemn what they have said. Yes. They are no longer a part of what we do. These people are horrific, horrific yeah. people. Yeah. The they need to be called out. Coming out and making on Twitter against yeah. people that we know. What they're saying is just plain wrong. Yeah. I'm holding back here. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy, I don't know his name, I don't care what his name is, is saying you'd come on to something to explain it. I don't want you on here. <laughs> I want you to hear this, though. You're a dick. Get the fuck <laughs> out of this game. You don't belong here. No. That's all I've got to say on it. I'm not going to add up to it. I don't need to. You've just yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. Walk is out. Oh, shit. Um, I kind of forgot I had to walk us out until you mentioned it at the beginning. But let's do it. So, guys, I'm going to clap. Boom. Clap. Thanks for watching. We've been the lower league. Look, no, I'm joking. Um, So don't forget to like, share, retweet this when it goes out. Share it on Facebook. Get on Spotify. Get on Apple Music. Get on Amazon. By the way, if you ask your Amazon Alexa to play the lower league, mine's going to start now because I've said it. You ask her to play the lower league looks latest episode, it will play our latest episode. I think it's phenomenal. I've been doing it and just leaving it on repeat all weekend. She will do it. Give us a give us a review. You can call us cunts, you, which is fine because you'd be spot on. Um, but give us five stars because we like it. I'm going to say join our Discord, but we're not as active on Discord now as we were before. We have got a WhatsApp group. It's on our profile. Join that. It's a lot of fun. We do have a lot of fun on there. Um it's full of fans from this league. We want to grow it. We're just at about 100 members at the minute. It's constant. We can fit about 400 in. So, you know, it's, it's going to get to a point. It's filled to 100 in a week. It's going to get to a point where you can't get in anymore. But, yeah, give us all that shit that we want. Say what you want, but rate us five stars. We don't really care. Follow us on all your platforms. Show your friends. Get your cock out if you want. It don't really matter to us. But, yeah, we have been the lower league look, and I'm not going to say it the way Grant does. Thanks to the sponsors. Thanks to the sponsors, Wagner United, for the, the micro-reports. <laughs>